Hi, this is Debbie and this is Light Up Your Worth. This podcast is for you, the spiritual curious woman seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate a life transition and move forward with confidence in rebuilding a new and radiant life. Each week, you will be given an all-access pass into the lives of other soulful spiritual women who get real and vulnerable as they share their very own unique journey through transition. This podcast is here to provide engaging and heart-centered conversations that offer so much wisdom, it'll motivate you, and light up your worth. Hi, it's Debbie, Light Up Your Worth. I'm coming in today for a few things. So this episode is going to be a little bit different for you guys. So as you are probably aware, and um, or unless this is your first time joining us, thanks for being here. Light Up Your Worth um, podcast is for the spiritually curious women. I should also say it's also for non-binary. It's for the LGBT community. It is open to all humans, 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 seeking inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge as you navigate a life transition and move forward with confidence in rebuilding a new and radiant life. So each week I've been interviewing primarily guests um, and understanding their soulful spiritual beliefs. They're either spiritual healers, coaches, or authors, and they share their own unique journeys. They teach us about their healing, their coaching, their gifts, the books that they've written to uplift and empower us. And it started out as women, but what I've realized is I was not meant to be inclusive. So my apologies for all my non-binary listeners, as well as anybody in the LGBT community. Um, Not my intention whatsoever. I am based in love, 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 and healing, healing ourselves through learning about different spiritual modalities and through all of the amazing people. So this episode, I am going to touch on a subject that generally I don't really touch on, but it's really about empowering women. So with the recent raid and Roe overturn, Roe and Wade, um, and the Supreme Court, that Friday, like you, I was devastated. I was devastated for a number of reasons. And that's what I want to talk about, uh, the emotions of it. And then I'm going to also provide resources for action. So if you stay tuned with me, you'll be able to, um, I'll share the resources that I've been able to discover so far and so open to receiving more and having on guests who can speak to some of these areas. So I was devastated on Friday. and. For myself, it came from a perspective of a whole range of emotions that were triggered. I was filled with a rage I have never felt. It almost felt like, or it did feel like, all my ancestors, all the women in my lineage who had fought so hard to provide women's rights that we were stepping back into a time where we did not have these rights. Now for myself, this decision had less to do about the actual 
focus of abortion and more on the focus of our right as women and that we do not have control over our bodies, our lives. And it triggered this feeling of suppression, anger, sadness, overwhelming sadness, overwhelming feeling of how could this be happening, this disbelief. And so as I took the next couple of days, I really couldn't put words to all of these feelings, all of the anguish that was coming through me. And then I paused and I thought to myself, I can continue to go down this spiral feeling of negative emotions. It's good to feel the passion. It's good to feel the anger. Don't suppress it. Please, please don't suppress it into your body. I took a few days and I ate five pounds worth of stuff after I've been on this really amazing health journey. So, you know, I had ice cream, I had chips, I had, I had Sonic drive through with hot dogs and, and tater tots and just a whole bunch of junk food guys. And when I paused, I realized that I was stuffing these emotions because I just didn't know what I could do. I felt so hopeless. So this podcast, these resources are to help you to be able to have hope and some practical places to go make a difference and really build up that confidence. Because I truly believe that as women, we are so remarkable. We are so resilient. We will come together as long as we support each other, as well as all of the men who are out there supporting us, uh, whether it's uh, non-binary, whatever name that you identify with, if we come together, we will be able to make these changes to be able to support us. As fascinating as this conversation is, we are going to pause for a moment and we'll be right back. So when Rowan Wade originally happened back in 1973. I was seven years old here living in Northern California. And I didn't realize up until a little while ago that at that point in 1973, there was no female justices on the U.S. Supreme Court. And I had no idea, you know, I was seven years old and I, I grew up knowing that we had these, these freedoms. So because I was born in 1966, right? If you guys you guys are doing the math. So when I grew up in the 70s and when I uh, graduated from high school in 1984, I went to work and I went straight into the work environment. And I can remember my early jobs in the 80s. In my 20-year-olds, I used to be called so many honeys and sweethearts and And I wouldn't say it was coming from a place of respect. It was coming from the place of a superior uh, thinking of downplaying who I was. And one of the most amazing, incredible journeys that I've been on throughout my career in corporate is that I have seen the younger generation come up and embrace their own self in their environments, in the work environment, 
you know, the roles that are now being played out, the confidence, the mentorship of women like myself, probably you, and feeling that it really is up to us to help lift them up, Uh, lift them up, not tear them down. Let's mentor each other. Let's empower this newer generation. Let's Let's not make sure that we step back to 1972, where women did not have a choice over their own bodies. Now, in my family, my both of my grandmothers were born in, one was born in 1918, and one was born in 1921. What was really amazing about my grandmother, who was born in 1921, she they were both born in the Midwest. And... When she became a widow in 1973, nice nice year to become a widow, she was 52 years old. What I remember as this child of seven years old is that she couldn't drive. Her name wasn't on the bank account. What she had to go through to be able to receive Social Security benefits for uh, my grandfather. He had been a a U.S. Postal Service employee. And so she wasn't able to just do this stuff by herself because she didn't have, she didn't have the legal rights to this. Now, I am no expert on law by any means. And so I would love to have somebody on the podcast who can speak to some of this and these changes that we have been, that we have gone through. But maybe some of you aren't aware that we weren't able to do that, you know, not not up at that time. And so in my as I have aged, what I have realized is that not only has my confidence grown, but the ability for what I've been able to accomplish was because it was on the backs of other women supporting and people coming together to change these. So If you have been experiencing any type of triggers of traumas, old traumas, new traumas from this painful experience, then realize that there are so many resources with all of the women primarily that I have interviewed on this podcast who can help you through that. So please take a listen and see who can actually help you. Every single one of them is somebody I would recommend. Most of them, I have done work myself to help eliminate this because some of our traumas, some of this anguish and overwhelm and triggering of past experiences with shame or hiding is because we are feeling also what is in our ancestral lineage, that we are feeling what they felt. That is coming through as well as the collective emotions about that. No matter where they where you fall on this, there was so much emotion that is out there and continues to be out there. Now for myself, my my emotionally eating, grabbing something, which I have done a lot of work on, is that I did not feel safe in my body, is what I've come to realize in processing it, did not feel safe that I would be able to control my own life. So for myself, this issue has meant what else, what other rights are they going to go after, not only for myself, but for other parts of people who are already inclusive. So 
I've put together through the help of some of my social media friends, uh, a list of resources. So please share this podcast with your friends. Let's share the resources that I have already. And as more resources come in, I would love to be able to share them and to help spread the light on this. So I have come across um, and highly, really, really like her style is a lady called Sharon McMahon. It's S-H-A-R-O-N-M-C-H, sorry, M-C-M-A-H-O-N. She's an American government teacher and she does some really remarkable stuff out there on Instagram or on her website of www.s-h-a-r-o-m-n, sorry, S-H-A-R-O-N-M-C-M-A-H-O-N. I think most of you are aware of plant parent, Planned Parenthood and in reading off their website, their mission is to ensure all people have access to care and resources they need to make informed decisions about their bodies, their lives, and their futures. You know, they've been around since 1916. You can go to their website at www.plannedparenthood.org and set up a specific giving or a monthly or a one-time thing. You can also sign up to be a volunteer for them. And I'm sure all of these other groups. There's also the website of National Access Funds. They support over 100 groups across the states. Now their website is https backslash abortionfunds.org backslash fund backslash abortion access fund. And there's um, an abbreviation there. These will also all be in the show notes. They support over a hundred groups across the states. Emily's list is stated to ignite change by getting Democrats pro-choice women elected to office. And her website is www.emilyslist.org. I'm not saying you need to be that this is a Democrat or a Republican or an independent issue. This is just a resource, just so you guys know. Um, So if there's groups out there that are Republicans who are against uh, taking away women's rights, I would love to be able to share them as well as independents. So we also have the resource of National Advocates for Pregnant Women, NAPW. They're established as a 501c3. They're a nonprofit advocacy organization um, founded in 2001, and they work to secure the human and civil rights, health, and welfare of all people, focusing particularly on pregnant and parenting women and those who are most likely to be targeted for state control and punishment, which is low-income women, women of color, and drug-using women. Now, there is no judgment here. This is a no-judgment zone. So if you'd like to support this organization, you can reach them at www.national.org advocates for pregnantwomen.org. We also have Women on Web. It's an international online abortion service providing access to self, sorry, to safe abortion services. They were founded in 2005 by Dr. Rebecca Gumgertz. Hopefully I'm not mispronouncing this too bad. 
It's a team of medical doctors, researchers, researchers, advocates, and help desk members who advocate and facilitate access to contraception and safe abortion services to protect women's health and lives. And they can be reached at www.womenonweb.org. Now, these are just a few. And what I'm really looking to share as well is if you want to be able to protest in a nonviolent way that we also share those resources. Um, I don't have that currently, um, but if you're willing to do that, if you want to send me a message and send me that also, my biggest concern is as women that we lose our rights. So if you are involved with an organization that is just fighting for women's rights and you'd like to share or have yourself be shared on here where we can bring you on, I would love to have you. So my intent with this podcast is to bring awareness and to help us take action together in a loving way. This community is so heart-centered. We love each other. and. Being able to take action helps with the overwhelm. It helps with releasing the anger so that it doesn't get stuffed down, that we don't incur big traumas and more little traumas. We're here to support you. And I'm sending you lots and lots of love and sunshine. And we will be back. Much, much love. If you enjoyed this Light Up Your Worth episode, be sure to subscribe so that you can be notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review this podcast episode and share it with your friends if you feel so inclined. You can find me all over social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook group, TikTok, and YouTube, or my website at lightupyourworth.net. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope that you are leaving with some inspiration, hope, and practical knowledge that can help you in your spiritual, personal development and growth in your radiant life. Sending you sunshine.